Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Ethan's Thoughts. Today for episode 20, this is a big episode. Episode 20, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to copy, semi-copy one thing that I did on a previous episode, a recent episode, where I dropped my, I think it was 10, I think I dropped 10 pet peeves for of driving. So people that drive, my 10 biggest pet peeves during that. Well, today I decided to do my five biggest pet peeves in general, in general. And now look, I got a problem with complaining. And instead of handling my problems in a very appropriate way, I've decided for one more time for this episode, I'm going to just jump into it. I'm just going to go crazy. And I'm going to share with you guys the five biggest pet peeves of all time. This is not just driving. This is not one category. This is all of them. All of my biggest pet peeves combined into one. And I'm going to give you all a proper, appropriate explanation of why. So if you agree with them or you enjoy the episode, make sure to follow the podcast. Go check out recent episodes. Last week's was pretty cool in ranking the social media platforms. I really enjoyed doing that one. So if you enjoyed that one, make sure to go check it out. Episode 19. And go check out other episodes as well if you've missed any. We got 20 of them. This is episode 20, and I ain't stopping anytime soon. But like I said today, five biggest pet peeves. I will see you guys in the episode. All right, here we go. So my five biggest pet peeves, they, uh, they are not in order. This is not a ranked order system, so I will not be starting from one to the other. I'm just listing them because I, they're all the same. They're all number one in my book. Number one, picture this as I explain it. You're driving on the interstate or a two-lane highway. Well, no, it's got to be four lanes then if you're on a highway, I guess, because a two-lane road is two lanes. But you got a four-lane highway. You got two lanes going one direction, two coming the other direction. Most times like an interstate, something like that. And you got two semi-trucks side-by-side Speed limit 70. They're going 65. That oh, that drives me insane. And Sydney has, she's one of my biggest witnesses that this has bothered me for a long time. A long time. It just doesn't make sense to me. So like you got a truck going 65 in a, in a 70. And honestly, speed limits on Arkansas interstates are 75 now. 70 for trucks. So you're going 65 and you got another semi truck who's behind him. And he's like, you know what? He's going slow. I'm going to get around him. I'm going to have to push my gas a little bit though to get around him. Oh yeah. So we're going to take it from 65 to 68. Oh gosh. He needs to slow down. And it drives me insane. Cause listen, I'm not afraid to put my pedal to the metal here and there. I do it in a very safe, responsible way. But I'm not afraid to. So if I mean I'm not afraid to go a little fast, that definitely means that I'm not going to be going 70 miles an hour. I'm going to be going 76, 77. That's generally what I do if it's a 70 mile per hour thing. When it's 75, I go about 80, 81, just being honest. But if I'm going like 76, 77, there's no way on earth 
I should be stuck behind two trucks side by side going 66, 67 miles an hour. And it just drives me insane. Like, if you're going to pass, that's fine. I respect you wanting to get around this guy. But come on, pick it up a little bit. And it's not even because I'm impatient. If I get behind a regular car that's going slow, it honestly doesn't hit my brain the same. I don't react the same way as I would react if it was two trucks. If a tr if a regular pickup truck went around an 18-wheeler and was going slow, I just would think whatever. I would not even care as much. But when it's a semi-truck, it just bothers me because it takes longer. It just feels like, why are we doing this? Why are we here? You could have just waited. You could have just waited. Or you can pick up the pace. I don't know. But that is by far my one of the biggest pet peeves I know. And it just drives me insane because it just, oh, it just makes me want to go. Blah, 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 blah. That's what I feel like doing. The next one is going to require me to give some context because as a future teacher, there's a popular saying that goes with what I'm about to say. But I'm going to say it how it is first. All right. So show me some grace. But this next big pet peeve is people asking dumb questions. And if we, we've all heard a teacher say, or even someone else in a supportive environment, say like there's no such thing as dumb questions to encourage people to ask questions that are insecure to ask questions. And in those settings, yes, I agree with that. I agree with supporting others to speak up and ask questions when they may be too insecure to do so or fearful of how it may they may look when they ask. You're going to find me supportive to those people all day long. But on my list, I have a list here on my phone. On my list, I put in parentheses to obvious things. Here's the example. So I'm sitting at Popeye's one day. The Popeye's on Harrisburg in Jonesboro, Arkansas, practically a second heaven. And I'm there happy to be there. And this is after a 747. It's late. They are about to close. And I knew that, wanted to be respectful. So I, I roll up and I simply say, I even, I've done this before. Y'all should try this actually. Because if I worked in a fast food restaurant or any restaurant in general, this would probably end up being one of my pet peeves. But I can't stand when people go and order something at a place right before they close. Like I personally, and I don't even work there. If I would have heard somebody ordering like a big complex meal when it's like 20 minutes before they close, I'd feel bad for every person there. And I think, all right, you're a jerk. And I know it's like, well, that's their job. It's okay. Still, still, still. What are you doing eating 10 pieces of chicken legs at 10 o'clock at night? Anyways, that's not the point. The point is this one night I went up there and I said, I know you guys are about to close. What do you already have made? I was just hungry. And they said, we got a regular chicken sandwich. And they listed a few other things that they had already made and were just sitting in the heater. So I said, I'll take the chicken sandwich and a Dr. Pepper. Okay, great. And I'm standing to the side. I'm inside the restaurant. I'm standing to the side. And they have at that Popeye's at this specific time, a sign on their counter that says the hours when they open, they close on Monday through whatever day. And it said that this closes at 10. I think it was 10. This was about 950. This is not a regular 747 night for me to be out at 950, but it's about 950, 
10 o'clock. It might have been 11 and it could have been 10.50. You get the point. It was about 10 minutes till closing. And this lady walks in and she, you know how some people look like trouble? She looked like trouble. And she just walks in with this attitude look. She's just in there and she goes, hello, because nobody's there. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a nightmare. And she asked them, when do they close? And immediately I just got like, oh, are you, are you, come on. You're standing right in front of the sign. And you have to walk inside the building, which is a sign on the door. What time they close. And this lady had her own issues. She, They told her the time. And then she got frustrated asking why they close so early. That's not the point of this. She is one of my pet peeves. Whoever, Whatever she is, is a pet peeve to me. But the main pet peeve is like people asking dumb questions to obvious things. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to think of more examples on the spot, but I can't, but you kind of understand what I'm saying. Like something that you should know, you know, maybe it's a field. Oh, maybe it's a field of that. You've been educated on working on as well as another person. And then they ask a question of something that they should know at this point. And sometimes when those questions get alarming, like, I've heard a teacher ask before, what's our protocol for this at the school that I'm at? I'm not sharing who. I'm not sharing what the protocol was since I'm still currently there. But I heard a teacher ask a question of what's our protocol during this? Well, this teacher I know is a, we're going to say over five-year vet, maybe over 10-year vet. So I really hope that they already knew what the procedure was for this specific event. And I was like, you should know the answer. And that frustrated me. That was a pet peeve. Those are the examples I'm saying. If someone genuinely doesn't know but is scared to ask because they think it's dumb and it makes sense that they don't know, that's fine. And especially if it's a younger age person, you're going to show some grace. But to an adult, there's a lot of things that they should know that are obvious. It's obvious and like everyone should know it, then that's different. So that one's a little tricky because – you kind of just have, I, I wasn't good at explaining it why that's one of my biggest pet peeves, but it's one of my biggest pet peeves. That doesn't change that. The third one is, and this is about to, this one's really about to be a dagger. There's somebody listening to this and it, it's, you're about to feel it in your heart. I mean it. People who don't respond to messages from other people. I'm thinking I'm not even going to hesitate. I'm thinking of three or four right now. Well, I just get busy and I don't think about it. Oh, I don't know what to say in that moment. I just don't think about it. There's things to say. There's universal sentences that you say to people when they ask you a question or they're communicating with you. And either A, you don't want to communicate with them or B, you don't have the answer. So a lot of people in this generation and this time doesn't have to be a generation. It's not a generation thing. It's just this time. Older people, younger people are all doing it. They're just, they just they just don't want to answer you. So I'll ask them on a question. And I'll ask them a question needing a response. And I just won't get an answer. And I'll see them. Like, why didn't you answer me? I needed to know in that moment. And sometimes there's been consequences that they didn't answer me in the moment. Well, I just didn't know at first. And then I forgot. I said, okay, okay, okay. Listen, listen. I said, so you read the text. And they go, right. And I said, you didn't know what to say at first. So you waited and then you forgot. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, do you want to hear a universal solution? I've been trying to work on one person in my life who they know who they are on this skill 
This is a skill that you have no excuse not doing. You ready? Someone texts you a question. You don't know the answer. And you're also really busy. Sure. I hear people say that all the time. I'm just busy and I couldn't answer in that moment. How long does it take you to answer? I'm actually being honest. If you know the answer and you just don't have time to type it out, then just simply say, I'm really busy right now. I'll get back to you shortly or later. Oh, you're really busy? That takes 20 seconds, less than 20 seconds to type and send. Now, it's different if you don't see your phone. If you don't see your phone, that is a completely different thing. I'm not talking to those people because sometimes I'd respond to a message later because I didn't see my, I didn't see the message. I was not genuinely near my phone and I didn't see it. But if you see the message on your phone and you still don't respond at all, that's a huge pet peeve of mine. Listen, just simply say, I'm busy right now. I can't focus on this. I'll get back to you later. Be honest with me. Be honest with others. Don't just not respond. Then it'd be two days. And now this person feels bad for thinking they could reach out to you. That's honestly what happened. You reach out to someone, ask them a question. They don't respond. You make the person who asked the question regret reaching out to you. They feel like they can't rely on you. Boom. Just simply say, what's up? Be honest. If you're in the moment, if you only got 30 seconds, then say, can't talk right now. Text you later. It's fine. They may think, okay, but I'd rather have that than just no response. And then that gives me the indication of it's appropriate to text them later if they forgot again to ask them. But if you don't respond or anything, because this culture is so fixed on these dumb social media cues, kind of like the impact of being left on red, that's kind of what started all of this. That's so stupid. Like people are scared to be left on red. We have people scared of the no response. That gives people anxiety. It doesn't give me anxiety. It just frustrates me. And then you got people, they won't, and then they won't send another text. So maybe you did see the text. Okay. Yeah. And you forgot and you are willing to answer the question or respond to the message. But the person won't send a follow-up text later because they're insecure. They can't double text you. It's, it's clingy. It's weird to double text somebody. Get, I'm doing the finger thing. Get out of here with that. Come on. I guess I'm saying that we also need to do better for those that are responders to respond, text people back if they don't answer. If you need an answer, get an answer. But the, st- the bottom line is if you're the one that doesn't answer, just send a text. Just respond real fast. It takes t- a couple seconds. You don't have to think about it. Just say, I'm busy right now. I'll get back to you later. It takes you 12 seconds to say it. And then that person understands you're free of the burden of trying to figure out an answer because guess what? You've you've cleared the air. You've handled it. You can come back to it when it's appropriate. Let's cut that out. Come on. We can do better. The fourth one's a big one too. And this one's kind of, I don't know. This isn't deep, I guess. This is just one that most people don't talk about as much. One of my biggest pet peeves, cancel culture. I just, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. Like, what is it? What is cancel culture? Just being honest. Like, a group of people come together and they say, we're going to cancel you. Like, I know we, like, when someone says that, you know in your head what they're meaning. But, like, I like for someone to actually explain to me, like, what is it? What is you, what do you mean when you're going to cancel me? Because when I think about it, I think of someone famous not being famous anymore. 
it's like you get your famous card taken away. You're done. Nobody, you're not relevant. You're not famous anymore. Whoop, gone. Well, I had someone one time literally tell me that I was in threat of being canceled because of a comment I said. What are you canceling me from? I'm not famous. I I think, and I heard someone say that being canceled is also like a, a two-way thing. Like you have to, I guess, admit to be canceled because it's a mentality. It's your thing. And I'm like, I'm never going to be canceled. How can you cancel me? I'm not saying that in a prideful way. I'm just like, what are you going to cancel me for, first of all? Second of all, am I actually canceled if I don't acknowledge in my head that I'm canceled? No, I'm just going to keep doing the same thing I'd always do. So I just don't, I don't understand it, first of all. But people like act like that's like a weapon, like, oh, you'll get canceled. Better watch that. I'll get you canceled. What you going to do? How are you going to get me canceled? Now, there's borderline things. Like, I, if you know, I stream on Twitch. And I tell my friends, don't say things that are going to get – I say it, you know, because we all know what it means, but it still doesn't make sense to a degree. But I say, don't get me canceled. I tell people, if you're going to be on my stream, you can't say anything that's going to get me canceled. I have, a, I have some rules, and I'm working on some language. But in terms of offensive terms, I have some rules. And like that's different. Like if someone's being degrading to somebody and tearing them down, I'm not saying cancel them, but I can understand why that caused some an uproar of a few people that would listen or tune into your content. And I don't have that. I don't have any of that behavior on any of my stuff. So like I'm not, I'm obviously saying I'm not worried about being canceled. But my point is just like. Even if somebody did, like you're saying, I'm going to cancel you. It's like, okay. What do you want? Like how? And stuff. It just doesn't make sense to me. But it's my biggest pet peeve when I see people do it. And then you have like these movements, like the real cancel culture movement. Like, okay. I know where I, I know where my hope's at. I'm pretty, I'm on that firm rock. I'm not going anywhere. So it's just kind of crazy it doesn't make sense to me it's one of my biggest pet peeves when i hear people talking about it like in a serious manner i make fun of it but cancel culture it's one of my biggest pet peeves it's super dumb and ineffective honestly the last one is not as heavy as the cancel culture topic it's one though i feel like a lot of people will relate to and then that's people talking during movies now i understand sometimes i might say a word or two in a movie I watch myself because I hate it when people talk to me in a movie. Sometimes my talking is just out loud speaking. Um, not reacting. Like I'm not, I'm reacting to what I'm seeing. I mean, not trying to actually have a conversation with you in a movie. And I can tolerate that. Like if somebody's watching a movie and something crazy happens, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. Or, oh my goodness, that's so-and-so. If you're saying that just blindly while you're watching the movie, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain one bit. My problem is when people talk to me or one another in a movie. Because first of all, if you're talking to one another, you're distracting someone such as me. Or you could be distracting your homie who you're talking to. I'm like, stop. And if you're talking to me, it frustrates me as well. If I've seen the movie, of course I'm going to have a little bit of more tolerance to that. But like when I'm watching a brand new movie and somebody's trying to talk to me during the movie, I'm like, please chill out. I'm trying to watch this movie and I can't, I missed that. Okay, now I miss what they're saying. Boom. Now I don't know what's going on. I'm completely in a whirlwind. I'm lost and I'm scared. And it's like, that's how I react. I'm like, stop talking to me. I'm trying to watch the movie. 
to add on to this, I'm adding on to this kind of like a slash this adding on. But I can't stand it when people ask questions about a movie to somebody who's also watching that movie for the first time. God love her. I'm going to ask Sydney. I'm going to say this about Sydney. Just because I only remember her doing it like once or twice. I'm not saying she does it bad. I just remember one or two times specifically. One time we were at her house and we're watching some scary movie. Actually, I don't even remember if it was a scary movie. I just know we're watching some movie. And she starts asking me questions like, what's that? What's that mean? I'm like, I don't know. I'm watching the movie just like you are. And it's just like those kind of moments too. Like, that kind of goes under the category of people asking dumb questions to obvious things. Like if I'm watching a movie for the first time, you're not going to, you can't ask me any questions about the movie. I don't know. I'm just watching it for the first time. Just don't talk to me in movies I've, I've never seen before. Let me watch. Let me absorb. Let me process. And then we can talk about it. One of the best movies I've ever seen was avatar the way of the water and it was because i went with two guys who didn't talk to each other yes we verbally responded and reacted to what we were seeing i said things out loud i pretty much repeated what i was watching in amazement because it was a great movie but i didn't freak out and yell at my no what was sitting on my left i didn't go no did you see that no what do you think of what this means no what's gonna happen like, i didn't ask any of that i didn't talk to him at all i just talked out loud to myself, but quietly so it didn't bother anyone else. And it was nice. So that's the pet peeve. People talking to your movies. We're going to recap the five real quick. Semi-trucks, side-by-side, on a highway, interstate. Please stop. People asking dumb questions to obvious things. Like I said, there's an asterisk to that. I'm I'm not saying in general every question, like any dumb question, because there are some that people think are dumb that aren't. But if you should know it, then that's different. People who don't respond to other people, remember, just send the text. Just send the quick little, I can't text you right now. I'll get back to you later. Send. Boom. Don't have to think about it. Don't have to process it. Just postpone the conversation, but acknowledge the person. Cancel culture. Doesn't make sense. I don't feel like they have as much power. They don't scare me as one, and they shouldn't scare anyone else. Doesn't make sense to me, though. It's really annoying. And people talking to your movies. Those are my five biggest pet peeves. Maybe some of them line up with you. Maybe you are, you are, you do some of the things that are my biggest pet peeves. And if you are, if you do, let's talk about it because I want to encourage you to change, change for the better. Thank you guys for watching Ethan's Thoughts episode 20. Ethan's Friends is being filmed in just a couple days. Guys, it's really happening now. I intend to film Ethan's Friends, the first episode, in literally like two days. All the equipment's finally here. I've been waiting for it to come in. I have access to every single thing I need. It's being recorded very soon and will be uploaded in February this month. It's super exciting. So make sure you go and follow the YouTube link. I'm going to be sharing it on my, all my stuff soon. I'm going to be sharing it, so it's okay. You'll see it soon. But when you see the YouTube link on my social media, make sure to go subscribe to the YouTube channel so that way you can go and see Ethan's friends. As for the audio people who'd like to hear it on audio, it will be posted on Ethan's Thoughts page. So on my Apple Podcast and Spotify, the one you're already following if you're listening, it will be posted here and it will not be titled Ethan's. The podcast page will still be titled Ethan's Thoughts, but this will be a branch of Ethan's Thoughts and it will be posted on this page titled Ethan's Friends EP1. 
And the first thing you'll see is the name of the guest I have that episode. Remember, they come out every month. I'm super excited. I can't wait for you guys to see what we're working on. It's awesome. Thank you for supporting the podcast. I hope you continue to do so. I will see you guys next week for another episode of Ethan's Thoughts. Peace out.